The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the sea because our help comes from the Lord. So many authentic Christian believers try to understand daily the best way to honor and please God. It's a real desire. And because we're so good at making the easy harder, God created a vehicle by which we can honor and please him in a simple fashion daily. We'll examine that. And the next, saved, is such a nice term. Save the day. Saved a buck. Saved a two-for-one pizza. We love saving. But the best saver of all is the one with the title, Savior. He not only saves the day, but he also saves our eternity. And why does he do that? Good question. We'll examine that as well. And finally, it's time to return to the wisdom of an old friend. We examine a devotion from our brother, Pastor Ray. He dives into the lessons from the cave. Guess who's going? Guess who he's going to be talking about if he's talking about a cave? But Pastor Ray brings to the forefront the true purpose of of the cave experience in all of our lives. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavily talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Always good. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Don't forget politics. Poly means many ticks, blood-sucking insects. Never forget that. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oive, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us uh-oh, at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you do call, you get to talk to Terrific T, who in about three minutes or two minutes is going to share with you something that's going on. And I want you to be able to listen to it, so it's very, very important. Before we get to that, let's finish up on this and start this process real quickly. I do want you to be aware this is not professional radio. Now, I will just ask T this real fast. Have we not demonstrated from the very first 10 seconds of this show it's not professional radio? Have we not? Have we yeah, done that? Yeah, we pretty did. Good. We did that pretty good, right? Just kind of blew this time over here, this one over here, this one over here. Yeah. We're so good at that. Thank you very much. Uh, look. doing this handmade. <laughs> All right, folks, it's pretty simple. It's just radio. 
It's a great time for us to engage with one another, have a good time, be close, be draw closer to the Lord and to one another as we see the day approaching. So we want to keep it as simplistic as we can in that process. If you have a thought, a question, if you have a comment, if you have an opinion, we want you to be able to share it. If you're going to call in, so we insert you to call in, and we're hoping he calls back just so I can answer some of his questions, but we want you to ask whatever you want to ask. We'll answer it, but I'm waiting to answer his. For some people who are really struggling about certain questions, Questions with Christianity. Let me say this real quickly. There are a multitude of books, and I could recommend them. Anything by Josh McDowell is really going to help you. But the reality check in Christianity is God requires you to step in first, and then he opens your eyes. God requires you to say, you know what? Here's my step of faith. And then God goes, look, now you get to see it. That's how the Lord works things through. So also, by the way, you got a prayer request, praise report, anything like that, or an answer to Bible trivia. Bible trivia? Yeah, here's a good one. How many loaves of bread did Jesus use to feed the 4,000? How many loaves of bread did Jesus use to feed the 4,000? There's a big key right there, the word 4. 4,000 would be the key. If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770, or you can text in at 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to our website, hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook. He must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, we're starting off with a tougher trivia question because I know you guys got to look that up a little bit, and that gives us an opportunity for me to turn the microphone over to our very own terrific T, who's got something she wants to share. Fire away, T. Hello again. So um, for anybody who didn't hear the show yesterday, uh, today is actually my last day working at the 770 KAAM and the David Spoon Show. I'm really sad, and I'm definitely going to miss everybody in the audience. Everybody that's called have been great. It's great hearing you guys' voices. I'm starting to kind of know you guys' names down. Ace, uh, Deborah, Bobby, uh, Joanne, and Cornelia. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to miss all you guys, and I just want to thank David for the experience because this was a very whimsical experience. You never cease to amaze me with all of the corny jokes that you still give out. <laughs> and more to come. <laughs> but, yeah, I just want to take time out and say thank you. You know, you're, you're great hosts. You, you know, you keep everybody on your toes and have everybody listening and all the viewers, you know, coming in with the Bible trivia questions. You keep us entertained. So you are one of a kind. Uh, I, I appreciate that, but you have been fantastic. So for those that don't know, T is the one that got us through the COVID scenario. And I know that people don't realize how difficult that was, but I'm at home trying to figure out how to do the radio show. So we coordinated between her and I in a telephone. And it was just, it worked. I mean, it took a little bit. Yeah, man, it took, it took, yeah. Took like, yeah, it took like two or three times before we can get the sync down. But once we got it down, we were there. Right? I mean, it just always takes like a little bit of, of like, oops, whoops, nope, not this. Oops, can't hear this. Whoops, whoops. But there we are. So we are hoping. Let me pray for you real quickly, if that's okay. Father, we just lift up tea for you, to you, and uh, and thank you 
for her and for the love that you have poured into her heart and the graciousness that you've put into her life. And she's been a blessing for all of us. And we just want to let her know that by our our communion, our commitment, and our desire for her to be blessed further in you as she takes on the next challenges in life. Bless the road she travels on. And Lord, just let her always know that you're right there with her as she goes. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so we want you to do very, 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 very well. Okay? Okay. All right, so we do have people texting in, and now somebody's calling in, and I don't know if they're going to do trivia, and this is going to be how today's show kind of goes. It's going to probably take a little more time to do a few things if somebody's calling in and wants to say something to T, and just kind of like where our situation is, or if they're going to answer trivia, we're just going to see how that goes. Uh, is this an answer trivia scenario? Yes, it is. Okay, let's do the ring ring, and this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, it's Samson again. Sorry, I, I've i been itching to share one joke, so I said, okay, through trivia, I'll share a joke. <laughs> this is our audience, by the way. I'm going to answer trivia. You're going to answer trivia so you can tell a joke. <laughs> 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 Only on this show could you do this. All right, first got to answer the trivia, so you got to do that, and then you can tell the joke. All right? Well, first of all, I need to tell you, stop firing the the tremendous people from your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first you fired Julie and then the other one, and now you're Terrific T. So you need to stop doing that. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> I drive them away. It just took longer for T. <laughs> okay, uh, well, David, while you were sharing about Terrific T, I, I was praying and I felt like a uh, Lord has opened a new chapter for her life. And also, I saw the imagery of like a construction, so like a, and then towards the end, you say, "Oh, God, gonna take, take to a new road." And I, I felt like in my spirit that God has already paved that road for uh, for her, and it will be a very smooth and sweet entry. And God is taking her to the, uh, His design destination. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Sam. That is awesome. Oh, you're bro. very welcome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. You can okay. tell your joke, but so you got to answer your trivia question. Yeah. There was salmon loaves. Uh, how many loaves? Salmon. That is correct, Amundo. Can't get it by Samson. He's too good. All right. Now you got a minute and 10 seconds before we have to do an exit. So I hope your joke right. can fit in it's that kind time. kind of a uh, Catholic joke, but. In a small town, there was a, a new Catholic priest, and he was serving, but he was also financially struggling. So what he started to doing after a struggle a lot, uh, he said, oh, every every week from the offering, because he was in charge to count the offering. So every uh, here and there, he started to taking some uh, money from the offering jar and give it to X number of to the main uh, father, and the father noticed, oh, it seems like our offering been declining. So he got so curious. So one day he said, I need to see what, what's happening. So right after uh, the service, uh, father hide himself behind the Jesus statue, and here this new uh, junior of uh, priest came, and he took some money after counting and left the X number of it. And then he he got kneeled before the uh, statue of Ma- Mother Mary, and he said, "Mary, Mother Mary, you know my struggles, 
and uh, please forgive me. And here, uh, behind from the Jesus statue, don't do it. And he he looked here and there, and there's nobody. And then he said, Mary, uh, I, I have so many bills to pay, and uh, the whatever the salary I'm getting, it is not enough. And and I need I took that number of uh, money from the and the, and the father from the back back of the Jesus statue. Don't do it. He said, Jesus. You don't remember the the, uh, commandment, thou shalt respect your mom and dad? (laughs) Because I'm talking to your mom. (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) Samson coming in from the uh, universal point of view. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right, brother. My my presentation wasn't very eloquent, but that was it. Got it. Got it. All right, my brother. Thank you for the call in, and then next week we'll do our testimony together. The prayer request is please pray for me and my daughter. Like, we are just having a little struggle uh, having a good sleep, so just pray. Absolutely, my brother. Absolutely. We will do it. You want to do that right now? We can do it real fast. Yes, Let's sir. do it. Yes, Let's sir. pray. Father, we come before you. Lift up Samson and his daughter to you. Everybody who's listening to my voice knows what family tension is and family struggles. And so we simply ask you to bring a way of peace, a way of grace, a way of love that instead of having defensive or offensive uh, kind of conversations, that there could be real deep communication that would honor you and help Sam and his daughter close the gap. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much. You got it, my brother. God bless you. Shabbat shalom to everybody. Okay. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Take a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind destroying everyone and everything we find. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus. And there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say, but at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see that Darius, he has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person doesn't care about a part of a person. cares about every inch of you. If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. We have turned into a nut house here. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. This is what live radio is all about. You just got to roll with it. Okay, I know everything is supposed to be perfect. It's kind of like a church service. Everything's perfect. They they do songs for 20 minutes. They do the offering uh, for five minutes. Do communion for 10 minutes. The sermon's 35 or 40 minutes. Uh, depending on the church, could be 55 minutes. Uh, or also other churches are like 25 minutes. And then uh, everybody closes out, and you get the next group in. You get, yeah, we're not like that. We just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, we care, but not enough. Okay? That'd be the nice way to put it. Here's your next trivia question. Uh, Get ready. It's on the heels of that last question. Okay? The first question was, how many loaves did Jesus use to feed the 4,000? Sam gave the answer of seven. That's correct. How many baskets full of leftovers were collected after the feeding of the 4,000? That's the next trivia question. If you think you know the answer to that, you can call in 972-445-0770 or text in 214-210-8483. We did not get the opportunity to do any of the teaching, so I want to start that teaching. we got somebody calling in. We'll let them answer, and then we're going to go right into the teaching because we want to say stay uh, consistent teaching. I like the entertainment. You understand that? But we do need to embrace and, you know, look at the truth. And you know, that's kind of important to see the whole thing about all of it. I, I, if I'm going to say this in a really in a nice nutshell, we want to reflect Jesus glory by glory. A little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. That's what we all – you can have all the – this is what we want. We want to build a church. We want to do this. We want to do this. We want to reflect Jesus more and more because ultimately – what God wants for the church, what the church wants is great, but the real mission of the church is to do what God wants, and God wants people to reflect Jesus more and more. That's, if you're going to really <laughs> take a couple of years of a doctorate and kind of sum it up, there, that, that, would be, that would be how we would sum it up. Okay. All right. All right. So let's see if this person's going to answer. If not, I'll just. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and teach Hebrews 11:6. Most people know this pretty well. Now, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For the one who draws near to Him must believe that He exists and rewards those who seek Him. Okay. Let me say it again. Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those who draw near to Him must believe that He exists and reward those who seek Him. This is a passage many of us use, and I think what many of us do is forget that simply faith is the vehicle by which God has chosen for you and I to please him. A lot of people are seeking to please the Lord, and they should be. I mean, they have a heart's desire to do it right before the Lord. Well, the Lord makes it clear to us, especially in the Hall of Fame of Faith, which is Hebrews 11, that faith is that vehicle that God has chosen. And there's two things that are required, right? The first one is that we believe he exists, and the second one is that he rewards those who seek him. So those are the two things that God is requiring or pulling upon us that we use faith as a vehicle, we draw we, we in, in, in order to please him, and that we understand that he, he exists and he rewards those who seek him. Those are the two 
principles. So real quickly, I just want to make sure that everybody understands the trivia question on that last one. How, how many how many baskets were left over after the feeding of the 4,000? That was the question. All right. Uh, so I just want everybody to catch this, okay? He's telling me and you in his word that I need to operate in faith to please him. And there's two things that I have to understand. One that he is there, and two, that he responds favorably when I pursue him, when I seek him, when I pursue him and draw closer to him. So listen to the simplicity of this and listen to how complex we've made it. I have to believe that he exists, and I have to believe that he responds favorably to me when I'm seeking him. You ready for this question? Then what's the problem? <laughs> See this? See how dumb that is? What's the problem here? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Great. The one that draws near to him must believe that he exists. Okay. Well, I'm not going to try and draw near to him if I don't believe he exists. And he's going to reward those who seek him. He's going to look favorably upon me as I pursue him. That's what he wants. Okay. (laughs) See, what happens is we start dropping in so many other things. And we've been talking about this. To be careful not to be removed from the simplicity that is in our devotion to Christ. It is not that you have to be a theologian. It's not that you have to be a doctor. You don't want to have so many degrees that they call you Dr. Fahrenheit. They, what what other people expect of you is one thing. What God wants of you is another. And what God wants is you to believe that he's there and that he's going to reward you for pursuing him. Now, how do you pursue him? That's that's what we spend almost all of our time talking about. We talk about the fact that we should be more mindful of him and mindful of his people, less selfish. This all has to do with what Jesus said in the summary of the law. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. That summary can be summed up in look up and look out. Look up and look out. By looking up, you connect to God. By looking out, you're connecting to others, and you're fulfilling what Jesus asked us to do. And then you get into all the intricacies and all the challenges of of faith, and you get through all that process, and we, again, make it complex. And even the author in Hebrews, in Hebrews 6, goes, man, you're just being removed from the simplistic things. It's like we, we try to add to the faith because there just must be more. You know what there's more of? There's more of God. And if we will have more faith and more pursuit of him, we'll have more favorable responses. And that's what we want to have. I've told you before, and I'll tell you this again, and I have no problem telling you this. The best answer for every single issue ever in all of life, no matter what's going on, is more of God, period. That's your answer. Because if you don't know what to do, he's your wisdom. If you don't know how to respond, he, he will help you. He'll be If you're under uh, something where you need protection, he's your shield. He's your, he's your life. He's your bread. He's your manna. He's your food. He's your breath. There's just nothing you can come up I need more finance. Who's got more resources than the king of the universe? Nobody. He has all the resources. Well, I'd really like him to give me some. Well, he'd really like you to spend some time with him. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, he'd like you to be in tight relationship. He'd like you to be communing. He'd like, yeah. And so we have to believe that he's there and that he, re- he rewards those who pursue him. And it's like, it's our pleasure to pursue him. In fact, when you pursue God, the most amazing part about this whole thing is when you pursue God and you seek first the kingdom and you seek to draw closer in, you find that fulfillment that you can only find by dying to yourself and becoming alive to God. And the world promises all these fulfillments. They have nothing. There is no answer in the world, so they medicate. The Prozac nation, you bet. Because people can't handle it. The answer is in the Lord. It always has been. It always is. And it always will be. It was before. It was. It is now. And it will be forever. The answer will be in the Lord. What do you think is going to happen in heaven? You think God's going, well, I'm going to go to another galaxy. You guys just hang out here. and uh, I'll talk to you in about 60 trillion years. That's not how this is going to go. We're going to all be connected to the Lord. And it's going to be marvelous. And I want you to just, oh, wait, but Dave, you know, I've got to give this. or I've got to, no, You know what? I'll tell you what. Here's where you start. You start by pursuing God, stepping in closer. You start by spending time praying. It doesn't matter if it's two minutes or 20 minutes. You've got to start Somewhere. You start by getting into the word. You know, Sergio was asking, you know, I got these questions. I'm trying to figure it out. It's the most amazing thing is that the the essence of all those answers, God will give as we pursue. He will answer every mystery. I challenge any minister to deny or defy that God will reveal himself to those who pursue him. Of course he will. Of course he'll make himself known. He loves his people. If he didn't, he would have wiped everybody out at the first sin and just built robots. <laughs> well, might have been a little higher on the oil, but it have been easier, right? I mentioned this before. I heard myself say this because I was uh, uh, editing a clip for the fills. And it's that one part where I say, if God wanted to, he could turn you into a fish. That's just true. Sorry. <laughs> he could make you a guppy if he wanted to. That's He wants to make it with everybody that will pursue and love on him and spend eternity with them. So we have to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those who draw near to him must believe that he exists. Okay, got that. And rewards those who seek him. Ah, So more of him will give me all that I'm looking for. Yes. Okay? Yes. By the way, the answer to the trivia, seven baskets. There were seven loaves. There were seven baskets that were picked up at the end. We're going to exit here and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. 
What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing except more commercials like this one. Let's spare everyone from more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. What is the David Spoon experience? John 7, 24, stop judging by mere appearance and make a right judgment. That's all. That's all good. For 1 Corinthians 6, 2, do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? You can't say Christians can't judge. They're commanded to. Here it is right here. Ready? Here's the bowling ball knocking down the pins. Every day as Christians, we have to judge what is appropriate, proper, healthy, and useful. Also, what people, what people we believe we should hang out with, trust, believe in, or let influence, we have to judge that on a regular basis. When you choose your church, you're using your judgment abilities. Bazinga. 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 I love that. Because listen, when you're choosing your church, you have to decide to pick one over another. Oh, here's the key. <laughs> you're going to hate me. Ready? Here it is. If we have no ability to judge, we can't vote. Amazing grace. How sweet Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our next trivia question, but then we're going to make a change of course. We are just uh, crazy today, okay? We're going to do a trivia question. I want to say something about something that somebody did for us, and then uh, Ace had called in, and uh, we're going to respond to that as well. Here's the next trivia question. Very tough question. Can I can I can I say that? Very tough. Okay? For many people. Jesus only gave one time a name to somebody in his parables, an actual name. Jesus only once gave someone a name in his parables. Who was it? 
Maha, <laughs> maha. All right, uh, before we do that, before we answer uh, Ace's question, oh, by the way, if you want to call in to re- reply to that, 972-445-0770. Kirk got it before I even finished. Good job, Kirk. 214-210-8483 is the text. Also, you can email David at he must increase, uh, org. And somebody's already calling in. Boy, I really thought this was going to be a tougher question. If somebody would have asked me this question, not even, you know, I would have gone, I got to think about that. Somebody's already got an answer? Okay, I guess we're going with that. Here we go. Ready? This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, This is Bobby over here in Climax. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I got a better connection on you today. I'm glad to hear that. I am. am. Sometimes the connections get really scratchy, and it's like, whoa. (laughs) It's hard to figure out what's going on. All right, my good friend, here we go. The name, the one time a name was used in a parable that Jesus taught. Do you know what name that was? Uh, yeah, I think it's in uh, Luke sixteen nineteen, the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. That is correct, sir! Wow! <laughs> that is impressive. I will stay. I'll just say that right now. Very impressive. Nice work on that one. That's a tough one. A lot of people are like, oh, there's a name. There's a name. It's like, yes, there is. <laughs> It's not that impressive. I've, I read it this week. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good timing. Good job on that one. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, well, God bless you. you. You keep up the good show. All right. I appreciate that, my brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So before I switch the whole teaching mode here, which I'm going to do in a second, I just want to give a short uh, shout out. A short out. Boy, I'm just. That's, is that today? Today's a short out day. That's a good one. But I like the combination of words. A short <laughs> shout out. A short out. A short out. There we go. <laughs> to uh, Joy Ann and Cordelia. So they uh, took the book that I wrote. They went through every single line. And they sent me the tags. Ladies, we got that yesterday. Uh, Just so everybody can know, and they'll appreciate this, every single correction. Okay, so there was a multitude of corrections. I'd say about 70 of them uh, were used. They've already been put into the new revision of the book. And by the end of today, every book will have all those revisions plus every other revision. Uh, But I just wanted to give a special thank you because they gave us a whole bunch of gifts uh, I will tell you, uh, ladies, that my wife was laughing at a gift or two. Uh, uh, you'll have to figure out which ones those were. Mask, mask. Anyway, and uh, so you guys did a great job, and I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate it. And that's wonderful. And they helped on the book. So uh, I just think stuff like that's fantastic when we're helping one another, encouraging one another, and strengthening one another. Now, so thank you, ladies, for that. Now, Ace called in. And asked a question, and he asked a really good question, and I and I actually talk about this in my book, and this is not a promotion for the book because you can get the book for free if you have Kindle. In the realm of medicine and Prozac and things of that nature, you know, where what is good, what is bad, what is acceptable, what is not, and I want to make sure you understand some differences here because you got to be very careful. I'll, I'll initially point to somebody like Oral Roberts and just let me use him so you can understand the difference. Here's somebody that was v- involved in what we would call Shield of Faith Ministries. They you know, very much uh, oriented towards expect a miracle, pray for healing, and many people got touched through that 
ministry. And at the same time that that ministry was growing, Oral Roberts was building a hospital. Why is that significant? Because he was never trying to communicate that medicine in and of itself is bad because medicine is used throughout the scriptures. They would give people myrrh. That's one of the things that one of the things they did try to give Jesus that people think well, the one that Jesus rejected might have been a painkiller. Okay, it has many historical connections. By the way, from a historical point of view, there's only 631 documents for the the Iliad. There's over 20,000 for the New Testament. So historical accuracy and historical evidence is way beyond the pale for the New Testament. So when people say, oh, Jesus isn't historically correct, they are just absolutely ignorant. Just don't even bother. Don't cast your pearls before swine. It's not worth it. Here's the bottom line, though. Certain medicines are good. Certain medicines are bad. What kind of medicines are bad and what's the deal? The word pharmacia which also is the word for drug in the Greek pharmacia, also the words for drugs, is also a word for witchcraft. You think, well, why is that a big deal? It's not a big deal when you're talking about aspirin, but it is a big deal when you're talking about acid. In other words, it's when it's the, the drug is uh, used for mankind. In fact, we even know for a fact that for Timothy, Paul said, use a little wine for thine often infirmities. Using wine as medicinal purposes because they did that 2,000 years ago. That's substantially different than David Spoon smoking hash. Okay, David Spoon smoking hash, that's more of the witchcraft line of pharmacia. David Spoon taking an aspirin, that is not. On the on the one hand, one is a controlled or, you know, vetted product. Another one is something that nobody knows what's going to happen and going for the wild ride. That's substantially different. And there's some discussion in the church about certain medicines like antidepressants and and mood swinger medicines and things of that nature used with wisdom in control so that they don't control your life is one thing abused misused or using to escape all reality could be an entirely different process so much of this has to do with who the person is how they're going about the process how they're they're pursuing it and the reason i want to bring that up is because it's one thing for you to take a medicine that somebody who's studied their life in it's like a doctor. For example, my doctor, he's a great, great doctor. Love my doctor, okay? He, and we talk about, you know, what, what, what about this? Do I need this? And so he told me the other day, yeah, your cholesterol was high. <laughs> so he said, here, take this. I go, what is this? Uh, this will lower your cholesterol because you're doing a poor job, okay? I'm not, I'm not just telling him. So I'm just telling you what the doctor said. So I took the cholesterol uh, medicine for like three months, and they, they did a retest of my blood, and my cholesterol was great. He said, it's fantastic. I was like, okay. See how that worked? No problem. Now, if he, if, if he gave me something and it was just like, you know, 500 Percocet, and I was just taking the Percocet so I could get high, I've just taken the drug to a new place. I've taken it to a place where it can take me on a journey, and that's when it becomes witchcraft. What you do when you do that is open yourself up to whatever demonic spirit is connected to that ride. 
And people are thinking, nah, you're wrong. Sin is the door that Satan uses to get into people's lives. And if you're not sure about that, you should read the Gospels because Jesus was talking about Satan and says he has nothing in me. But in all of us, he seems to have a tag or two that he seems to get in on, and that's our weak area or our besetting sin. And if the enemy can utilize it, he will utilize it, even if it's just to keep you on the sidelines. This is not to say that your prescribed doctor's medicine is bad, and I don't want anybody accusing our show of that. We would never say that. But abusing drugs, using illegal drugs, or using drugs for unintended purposes, I feel I am an expert enough to speak in this subject as I am one that has done everything short of shooting. I have done more angel dust than most people would ever understand, and I did way more acid than I ever should have done. That's just a reality fact. I shouldn't even be alive in that alone. But the bottom line is controlled, directed. Notice what Paul said to Timothy. Use a little wine for thine often infirmities. Not drink 16 gallons, okay? He didn't say that. He didn't say, drink so much, you're so drunk, you throw up every morning when you're getting ready to preach. He didn't say that. He said, use a little because it will help you. There's a difference between a little and a lot, Okay, I'm not telling you what you can and can't do. I'm just telling you there is a certain amount of wisdom that God has put between your left and right ear. Use it. I mean, that, that's why it's there. It's called your conscience. It's called your brain. They work together with your heart and your body. Use them. But if you use or I'm sorry, if you abuse or try to overutilize some medicine, you've moved it from a medicinal to a demonic process. And that's your own call. And if you want to do that and open up yourself to demonic spirits, your call. I think that that's more true than people realize. And I think that some medicines are heaped upon people that shouldn't be. But I'm not to speak in any individual case. I just think people need to pray and be careful in whatever decision they make. Make sure it's between them and the Lord and they do it right. That's my take. Does that help? That's my take on it. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to give you too much more to kind of throw at you, but think of it in those terms. Don't abuse it, but you can use it. Get it? Okay. Don't be mastered by anything. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been running. Moving is hard. It's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait, there's an answer. Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. Men of God Moving is a full-service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. 
And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says, Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6, 7. Allow men of God moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to men of God moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless. Are you sitting there at home on your computer? Or maybe driving along in your car just listening to the radio? Is that app for this station working for you? Don't you wish you could reach people for your business? Introducing the Commercial Whammy. All you need to do is call KAAM at 972-445-1700 and ask for David Spoon. Or send him an email at davidspoonmedia at gmail.com. And bam! You've got your own Commercial Whammy. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry. Okay? Just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Oh, my. This is our last segment together, isn't it? Oh, I am sad. Terrific T is not going to be with us anymore. I am sad. Okay. She's just fantastic. Did a great job. So uh, just want to say how much we appreciate her. Okay. All right. Let's put uh, Joy Ann and Cordelia through. Let's see what we got going on. This is David. Is this my two favorite girls? <laughs> well, hi, David. Yes, and this is Joy Ann. Cordelia uh, is in the house. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna monopolize the phone. I got to say goodbye to terrific Kiara. We love her, and we will keep praying for her. And um, I just had to comment. It's so neat how you talked about Oral Roberts. You know, I graduated from Oral Roberts University in 1977. I'm aging myself. But from the first <laughs> nursing school, and we were taught, you know, to minister to body, mind, and spirit and pray for our patients. And so um, I've heard you mention Oral Roberts and Dr. Robert Jeffers in the same sentence. So we're Baptocostal. <laughs> and we just love the way the Lord uses all types of ways to touch and minister to people. And he is using you, David, to touch us with so much truth, but also humor. We need to laugh. We live in a very difficult world right now. 
Amen. It, you know what? It is really hard. I mean, it's you. It's you almost you almost have to purposely avoid certain elements of public contact or information, or in order, in order not to just be sulking all the time. I mean, you have to like. Yeah. I can't. It's just so much. It's like overwhelming. Well, we have stopped watching TV. Um, you know, my husband actually locked me out of the house for. <laughs> This might make me cry, but he locked me out of the house for attending church on March 15th when the pandemic started last year. But the Lord has taken such great care of me. And when we found your ministry, you helped us to laugh, and you've helped so many people to be encouraged. So please keep up the good work. And we praise the Lord for what your book is accomplishing. It's so filled with miracles. And I'm going to tell a lot of people about that book because it gives hope. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much. And thank you. I mean, you guys are such a blessing. And the one thing you can tell people when you tell them about the book is we help make the corrections. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. There you go. You should have seen that piece of, you know, that that thing you sent me, that picture, I sent that off. To a to to somebody who I work with in the in the book department, <laughs> I won't even tell you the comment. But they had sent a picture of the book. It had like a hundred tabs, and I'm like, "Where? What? What are you doing? You guys are crazy." But the blue tabs are for that. Like, yes, hey, I saw that. Perfect. <laughs> I did. I see that. Blue tabs, not red. <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. So, so you guys did a great you. job, and I appreciate thank it. You have a wonderful weekend. All right. Thank you. God bless appreciate you both. You. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that is just that's us, right? That's our show. That's it, right there. I mean, that's just, I love those girls. All right, so uh, last thing I want to talk about, uh, T. I've already told you, you've done a great job, so I appreciate it. And uh, we got our, we wanted to get you more, we just didn't have it. <laughs> just thought, we did get you. I'm blessed with whatever you guys yeah. give me. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, box box joke. By the way, you got to say one for me. I didn't even have one yet. Did you eat them all? Oh, yeah, they're saved. You, okay. got, right. you know, it's a I few just, in there. I just want to make sure I get one. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And, by, and I will point out that nobody did call in and get us a pizza. I will point that out to you guys. Okay, I'll just leave that right there. It's never too late. Yeah, you still got uh, seven minutes. Okay. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three. We're just forgetting everything else. Just uh, have a good time. Enjoy your life. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 11. Watch this. You want to see something that is just like... Woo! Here it is. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. <laughs> people, they read Ecclesiastes and they, you know, it's a fantastic book, right? I mean, it's it's awesome. It's incredible. Uh, uh, and you get a, a, a portion like this. And I just, I cannot do it justice. And, and, and people are like, you know, Ecclesiastes, he was kind of a little maybe down when he wrote. <laughs> it certainly seems that way when Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. It seems like he was not maybe in the best mood. But look at this one thing. Yet God has made everything beautiful in its own time. So we know that God creates in that sense beauty. He has planted eternity in the human heart. Let me explain something to you that will uh, help you understand what's going on with the creation of mankind and God trying to redeem us through the work of Jesus Christ. In every human being's heart is the desire to live forever. 
if that life is good. Living forever, if life is terrible, is not, does not seem like a great, that's not, and that's why the beauty portion is before that. God has made everything beautiful in its own time. He's planted in eternity, the human heart. Here's the dilemma. The dilemma is mankind wants to live forever, but can't. Apart from God. <laughs> that's the whole see you talk about people are like well see is it really you know, the old testament really have these gospel concepts look at this god has made everything beautiful in its own time he's planted eternity in the heart but even so people cannot see the whole scope of god's work from beginning to end now you can use that in the broader sense understanding that what god is doing most people never figure out just just so you can know most people never nail it down because the Lord's plans are way beyond us. And that's why the story of Job is in there. So you can look at it and go, you know, if I knew that God was bragging about me, I might've done that different. You know I mean? That, that, cult, that whole element, that's true. But it's also the plan of salvation that God had coordinated. While Solomon's writing, he's put eternity in our hearts. I want to live forever, but I can't figure out what God, you know, God's, what he's doing from the beginning to the end. Now watch this. Ready? The whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Listen to that phrase. From beginning to end. From the alpha to the omega. From the beginning to the end. From the A to the Z. What's that answer? Jesus. There it is. <laughs> Wait, what? What? There it is. 2 Timothy 1.17 has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who's destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. We've all, not just me in the sense of now time, but all of humanity has been searching for the fountain of youth. I want to live forever. I'll be in, you know, I'll be able to endure forever. Well, God has put that in the human heart to desire it, but the only solution in it is to understand that it's only what God offers which has the beginning and the end, which is Jesus Christ. And you get it second Timothy 1:17, watch this. And it is now revealed through the appearing of Christ Jesus who destroyed death. Oh, beat death up, did it? Yep. And has brought Life and immortality to light. Now, when we talk about eternal life, there's a light bulb that goes on. Ding! There's a flashlight that goes on. There's one of those, whatever those things are that stick on the wall that they sell on television, and you push the little button and the light comes on. That's what Jesus brought in regards to eternal life. He brought the light. He brought to life and immortality the light. Hey, I see a way. What is that way, Dave? It's Jesus. Oh, wait, is that why Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life? Oh, yes. And so you hear me, you get animated, but this is what I'm telling you. When it all comes, when it all comes down to the core of it, I want to live forever, but if it's good, I don't want to live forever. It's lousy. I mean, I want it to be good. Well, that's why you have the picture you have in Revelation of what the good is. That's why it's going to be so good that the asphalt or the concrete on the ground will be gold. And it just goes up from there. Like, oh, oh. So if the ground is gold, I can't wait to see my front door. <laughs> it's like, wow. God has put it in our hearts to want to live forever. 
and he gives us the answer on how to do this. It's through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And for whatever reason, this show, the theme for this show is really, really stuck on that. And I have no problem with that because I, I think if you're a Christian, you've been a Christian for more than 10 minutes, and you are a believer in the authentic gospel of Jesus Christ, this is the greatest truth ever, and you've seized upon it, and it should always always be at the forefront of your heart and mind. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul talked about the gospel that saves us and keeps us. You don't just say yes once, and then you're all done with the stuff with God, and now I can go be a good person and produce this. And do It's a lifetime of yes to Jesus. It's a lifetime of surrender. That's the place where you find the fulfillment of life. So many people looking for the answer. We talked about this yesterday. That guy was expecting money. The the beggar was expecting money. And Peter and John responded to his need but gave him beyond what he could understand at the moment they brought to him the kingdom of God to change his life. You're out there and you haven't had that change of life. Say yes to Jesus Christ and have an eternal change of life. Okay? All right. God bless T. God bless all of you. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 72 and a half hour break. Then we'll be back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.